0: Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast, all about guest conversations and our personal thoughts about big ideas that will elevate your life and change your mind.
1: We're talking about how to bring them into your business, your family, and your real life, and what that looks like day to day on any random Tuesday. I'm Christy Bartelt, a wise mentor helping women confidently love themselves and change their lives and their minds.
0: I'm Serena Talbot, and I'm passionate about helping people heal and accomplish their goals so that people can move forward with the life they are created to live. Thanks for joining us.
1: Welcome to the show, everybody. Today, we are... (laughs) we keep saying not beat a dead horse, but we're about to beat a dead horse on something that is incredibly important. So unconditional alignment or basically how to feel good, no matter what your circumstances are, that is what we're um, approaching today. And this conversation came to be from two different angles. So I'm going to actually introduce those two angles and then I'm going to tell you a little story. So one of the angles is um, we are recording this as the Spotify conundrum of 2022 is unfolding where there are some people that want to de-platform Joe Rogan, who is a podcast host, um, and are taking themselves off the platform like Brene Brown and some musicians. And then there are other people saying that when we de-platform people, we are removing free speech. Um, So we started there, Serena and I discussing that. And then- No big deal. (laughs) No big deal. You know, just like your average discussion that you have with your buddy. And- Then she asked me how my birthday was. And from my birthday, which was (laughs) by all stretches of the imagination, a very normal day in my life, watching my child play sports that felt absolutely magical. We realized the underpinning of all of this is this idea of personally being responsible for our own feelings, actions, and being accountable to our experience of the world so that we're not trying to control other people or things so that we can have peace. So COVID doesn't need to leave. I can have peace. My kid doesn't need to get straight A's. I can have peace. Joe Rogan, whether he has a platform or not, I can have peace, that kind of thing. That's that's where this started. So anything you wanted to add to that before I dive in? You had mentioned
0: it's not Joe Rogan versus Brene Brown. I mean, it's just, this is this thing representing all of what feels like chaos and it feels like there's no good side there's no right or wrong side and it's sad because we love people who are on both sides and like how to have peace when that's happening you know so that's big but it's the same principles and the to me it's everything that's happening is asking us and also teaching us and also helping us to have this personal responsibility that really sets us free to have, to feel good unconditionally. That's an amazing skill. And we don't learn it when things are going well, I guess.
1: Nope. How <laughs> no, we don't. It's too easy. It's already <laughs> feeling good. You don't have to do anything for that. It's
0: easy to feel good if circumstances are good, but this is a skill we are all in you know, maybe not even 101, but like we're oh, in by, level. At this point, like, we're, aren't we like seniors yet? Like, where are we at? Like, graduate school or <laughs> unconditional alignment. That would, yeah, that's what I would add. It was really interesting how I just randomly had these two conversations. It's like, oh, that really
1: goes together. The same so thing. How, let's start. Well, let's start on the micro level and then we'll talk about the macro. So, um, <laughs> For years now, number one, I've always um, enjoyed my birthday, probably because I have a lot of positive memories from childhood of being celebrated on my birthday. So I don't have negative birthday memories. So we'll just preface it. That's how your mind works. Right. So when my birthday rolls around, I like to be celebrated like I get a ton of joy out of people knowing it's my birthday and literally just saying happy birthday, Christy. Um, But over the last, probably, I would say the last five or so years, I had started making my birthday kind of like a big thing. I was going to, I throw myself a birthday party before COVID. I had had like a big yoga party, like that thing. Like I wanted there to be a special event. So I was creating something that would create positive feelings inside me. Right. That would bring people together so that they could wish me a happy birthday. I was setting the conditions up for it.
0: Yeah, and I love that. And I'm just gonna say my voice is a little funny because I'm overcoming a cold. It wasn't COVID, but yeah, it's pho- a cold. Pho- like, Does she had have- <laughs> this whole this whole thing, fovid. I don't know. But anyway, um, that's why my voice is different. But it was so cool to watch because so many times people are sitting on their birthday, waiting for somebody to notice, waiting for someone to invite them out, waiting for someone to, you know, celebrate them. And you were just like, no, I'm doing this myself. And it was, so fun to be a part of and also to watch just be no guilt, no shame, no bitterness toward other people, which can be really mixed into birthdays. So anyway, that was uh, what I wanted to add there because I was at that yoga party and it was just really fun. And it was also really cool because you were in a space of giving on your birthday, which was cool to be a part of as well.
1: And now I feel like that's almost like that was step one in the journey of unconditional alignment. It was like, first, by the way, you have the power to create your own positive experiences. Here, Here's your power, take it. And actually, I think me doing that, like you said, it showed a lot of people what was available. Like you don't have to wait for someone else to celebrate you, which is the opposite of what we did as a kid, right? As a kid, people threw us birthday parties. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, yeah. I said, I'll take personal responsibility and throw myself a birthday party. So then we fast forward to this year and, you know, people know this about me. So then weeks in advance are like, hey, it's two weeks before your birthday. What's going on this year? What are you doing? And I like to think that's because they wanted to do whatever it was because it would be fun. You and <laughs> this. Yeah, it's fantastic. and um, this year I kind of felt I, the word, I, I felt neutral. I didn't feel blah. I didn't feel low about it. I just felt like, I don't know, like I'm not in that like mode right now, that, that feeling of like, creating this experience isn't there. And I did start for a day or two, I was shitting on myself. I'm like, well, should I be doing this? Like, should I be going outside of this neutral feeling to create this, like forcing it? And I knew that that wasn't right intuitively. So then fast forward, my birthday was Saturday and my youngest son happened to have a full day of basketball um, tournaments, which is kind of a standard thing in our lives, some sort of sporting event. It was local, so I had to work the concession stands, which I'm going to just say is not my favorite thing to do. So if you have a non favorite thing to do, listener, put this in its place, me working the concession stand. There was probably a few minutes, it didn't last long, where my mind tried to make up a story, a woe is me story. Poor you, Christy, you have to go to a basketball tournament for someone else for your entire birthday. You have to work a concession stand. And then the bigger part of me, the intuitive, aligned part of me was like, well, you get to make this whatever it's going to be. So I could have said, no, I'm not going. I literally could have made that choice and done something else, but I actually really do enjoy watching my son play in the same spirit that I try to do everything. It was like, well, why don't I let this unfold with my intention being peace and enjoyment? So fast forward to the day of the basketball tournament again, we're in town. So there's all these people I probably never would have crossed paths with on my normal birthday experience where I would have cultivated a particular set of people to see me and celebrate with me. And now I'm just like with the community basically. And people are just like coming up to me, random people that have heard it's my birthday or overheard someone else saying happy birthday to me. And I'm like, wow, I really get a lot of joy out of people just coming up to me and like, praising me about my birthday. Like I haven't had to do anything. I was just born and they're praising me. And I love that. Um, so I realized like, boy, this feels really good. I didn't have to actually make anything happen. I went to this thing with a different level, like with a full neutrality of what was going to unfold and just notice the joy. So then come to the event, the event of the day, which is the concessionary, just standing there selling people things. And, um, This is how utterly ridiculous I am. I love the ridiculous in life. I love to laugh about things that are absolutely like, did that, is that real? So there was, you know, it's Wisconsin, there's this giant jar of pickles and everybody wants one of these like giant dill pickle things or whatever. And so some guy asked for one, I'm like, what do we put the pickle in? So you literally just take a giant pickle and you put it in like a plastic cup and hand it to some, someone. And this made me irrationally happy that I was handing people giant pickles and cups on my birthday so I started selling them to everyone I'm like can I put a pickle in a cup for you like (laughs) because I'm ridiculous and I have to tell you that gave me a lot of joy so at no point did I was I showered in gifts I did receive some gifts and they were lovely but it wasn't that I was showered in gifts or I had this incredibly cultivated thing that happened to me I was neutral and allowed joy and fun. And, and because I was neutral, I actually saw when it showed up instead of being caught up in a story about what, how it should be or what should happen or what needs to happen for me to feel good. And that is unconditional alignment. That's actually a lot of healing, And awareness of, well, it could actually be really fun. And then it flowed into like appetizers and drinks with friends afterwards, and a a night in my favorite snuggle spot on the couch with my boys. And I have to say that I spent a lot of years thinking things needed to be a certain way in order for me to be happy. And the idea that things can be exactly as they are and I can find the happiness in them is kind of like mind boggling, really. Yeah. That we can have that choice and it's
0: empowering. Then you get to decide you get to have that.
1: Did it feel powerful? It felt, it wasn't even, I think it felt powerful in the way that it, that joy and happiness feel powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That it's like radiating from you. And I think that for me that, and everybody feels, I think, powerful in different ways, but I'll actually relate this like years ago, Serena did a session with me where she was the practitioner and I was having a session. And in the session, I had this, what I would call a religious experience of like understanding, like who I was in this life. Like it was insane. And it felt like that, where the people wishing me happy birthday were creating in that that moment was creating in me a power that I was in radiating back to everyone around me. And it was like the power of reciprocity, the happier I am in this moment, the happier and more loving and kind the people around me will be because they can catch it like COVID, <laughs> right? It's like everyone around me was able to catch some of that birthday energy from me because I was happy. And that feels incredibly powerful to me.
0: Mm, it's so good. So as I'm listening to this story, my one question is, to back up a little, how many days between when you found out you were doing concessions, doing basketball all day on your birthday to the event? Like, did you have to manage anything in between there? Cause a lot of times or where you it just like, let it go.
1: It was probably a week and a half and it was reading the email from the coach that was like, by the way, here's our hours. We have to, and it should have been actually two days of concessions. I should say, because my other son was supposed to play the next day, but his, um, his teams didn't show up. And so then I actually had my Sunday off. So originally I get this email about two days of concessions and two days of basketball tournaments. And it was in reading it that there was like a sinking. I can like even picture now there's like a sinking sensation in my body of like, um, oh, no, I'm going to have to do something I don't want to do. And I know that have to is actually a thought hole. It's this idea that I've fallen into a thought hole that is stealing my joy and power. And I get it you, we all are allowed to feel whatever we feel, but I understand at a deep level that I'm actually in control of that, whatever that sinking is for me, I knew it was a story. So although I had the the majority of it happened over the course of just like about five minutes of like this, okay, yeah, you're you're disappointed in that. I'm allowed to feel disappointed. First of all, I always am compassionately understanding that my feelings aren't totally okay. And then it was a choice from there, which is something I've practiced for a long time. And then it would kind of pop up when people would um, reach out to me. and I had to tell them what I was doing on my birthday. So like, oh, no, I'm going to be at a basketball tournament. And then that little part of be like, yeah, you have to go to a basketball tournament do concessions, right? And then I would just laugh at it. I'm like, yeah, I do get to go to a basket because it's instead of a have to, it's a get to because, again, yeah. I have a choice there. I think it probably cropped up several times over the course of the week and a half. But I just, I mean, I really have practiced this enough that it is, I mean, I think you've probably noticed that this in your life, Serena, it literally becomes its own little program that runs. It's like, yep, we don't have to do anything. Um, you can feel your feelings and then let's choose how we want to feel instead. Like that's the little program that runs in over the matter yes. of like 90 seconds in my mind now. And that's not something that I had prior to actually cultivating awareness and doing the work, but it's a commitment to a decision, which the decision was making the life that I wanted to live, but it is funny how other people kind of like bringing it up again, could like reactivate that part. Like, let's check in. Are you sure you don't want this story about how you're like a total martyr to your children's like basketball schedules? <laughs> it, oh, it's huge because,
0: it, you know, I think a lot of times we think that becoming unconditionally aligned or feeling good, no matter what is going to be this moment like something big happened in my life. And then I decided, and it's these little moments over and over and over that are so powerful. And I love that. And I, and when you were describing like selling everybody a pickle in a cup, it was like so funny and fun and good. And I love that you got to experience that.
1: And then 2022 Spotify gate occurred and it's the same energy, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. And I think, you know, this muscle that
0: you've built, again, we're all being asked to build this muscle. Are we going to, are we going to look for circumstances outside of us to feel good? Because right now, that's pretty hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you're relying on looking at information, going online, seeing what's happening in our bigger world and also locally, if that is something where, you need that to go well in order to feel good. And if that doesn't go well, you feel it's almost like just unsettled. It's not even like really bad. It's just un. so many things are unsettling, like the ground underneath you, you know, is shaky. And how do you feel good inside of you regardless? Because all of it, the the idea of it being unsettled is, you know, so accurate to me because we don't know everything is like up in the air. It hasn't like come down to here's how it finally played out. It just been up in the air for over two years. And we've been literally
1: in the concession stand of life for two years,
0: everybody. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And having that ability to choose and decide, like I'm going to feel good in this, in the middle of this, regardless of what's happening around me is so Powerful. And I love that you were saying like you allowed the disappointment or you allowed the negative emotions and then you process those. That's, you know, listening to ourselves when we watch something or when we look at something, when we experience something to me in what's happening with cancel culture and with, you know, people fighting on this side or that side is it's like some sadness. And then I just have to, you know, go in and check in and be like, okay, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? And for me, that process is always coming. And and I don't know what it is for you, Chrissy, when you bump into that information, but for me, it's coming in and kind of like, okay, you need to turn it off for a little bit read a book, hang out with your girls, you know, listen to some music and get resettled within. That's where I'm finding the unconditional alignment. Like I'm going to decide to have peace and feel settled. That's kind of my deal is like unsettled and then settling in that, you know, there are the the moments of joy, but that's like my intention in myself
1: Well, it's interesting that you asked that and to reflect kind of how this is going to be different for you and me and anyone that's listening is that I really frame things as like stories when I need to take a break from something. For example, we'll just kind of roll with this. So Joe Rogan, who's not actually like a human that I'd be like, I'd like to be your friend. (laughs) Like, it's not someone I would like invite to my birthday party. Joe Rogan has guests on his show that are you know, have particular opinions and he has a particular opinion, but it's in some of the opinions I agree with and some that I don't, some I'm interested to know what they are, but when I come across that and if it feels like it is unsettling or too much for me, my job for myself is to say, okay, there's one story happening in your mind. There's like thoughts occurring in your mind and -hmm. they're not new thoughts. They're thoughts based on past thoughts past, whatever it is. And my only job is to not be attached to those thoughts in a way that they're true or false. It's to just be like, Oh, I have some almost like baggage around this. Cause if I didn't, I wouldn't have an immediate reaction or a disrupted reaction to it. And then for you, it sounds like you take a step back and you do kind of other things to kind of bring you back to that space. As soon as for me, the easiest thing for me to do is identify, Hey, this is a story. I'm not going to invite myself into the story right now. So sometimes I would have capacity immediately to kind of like look at the shadow side of it or like almost think of it like a logic puzzle that I wanted to puzzle through what my, where my reaction might be coming from related to the story before I could either take my energy away from that thing and say, "Mm, this isn't for me. Like, I don't even need to worry about this or like, oh, I do, I am ready to form an opinion in this time in my life about this if I'm not there at that level of like having enough energy to unpick the stories in my mind, because I literally do think that's like a hobby of mine. Love it. Hmm, Let's look at this. What is this story? How is this story? Not the truth or the truth. If I don't have that, then I do something similar to you. I'm going to put on some music. I'm going to go outside and walk. I'm not going to continue ruminating about this thing. I'm going to create a buffer that brings me back into my own body and awareness before and then create the space again and decide if I even need to like have an opinion about something or think about it. And if I do, then I would come to that from a place of non-disruption and then rinse and repeat. So if I get disrupted again, it's like, cool, where am I at? Okay. Maybe I need to step away. Does that make sense? That idea of like, for me, it's an energetic awareness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's perfect. So in, in those moments when we're bumping into any of this information, you know, family members with an opinion you don't like, or, you know, this information or that information, because we're just in, it, we're swimming in it right now. Any, you know, anytime we're tapping into the greater information, whether it's on social media, other news, or even having conversations with people, I love that. And when you are doing that, are you, are you taking that conscious effort to be like, how do I want to feel about this?
1: Always my baseline is always I get to choose my feelings. So sometimes your feelings happen to you and you still then have a choice whether you want to continue feeling those particular feelings or not. That again is a cultivated awareness. But specifically, I'll give like a direct example. So when I heard and I'm gonna coming back in Serena's like, let's talk about other things in real life. I'm like, no, let me talk about Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan, when I heard right. the yeah. like yeah. cancellation thing, my immediate response was we shouldn't cancel him. Not because I love him and I'm going to miss his podcast. No, because I have feelings about hair trigger reactions to things like cancellation like that. And so then I know that moment where I've had a feeling about even someone being canceled, that's a disruption. That's based on something that just fired off from my subconscious. And I need to decide if I actually still believe that or not. Right? Like there's still like a data collection moment there for me. So when I notice that I don't like it, I know right then that I'm quote unquote triggered in some way, in yes. a disruptive way. And that's my, my space. It's from there. If I have a strong reaction, I'm like, okay, which I would call a disruptive reaction. So one that you wouldn't consider positive. Then I actually do. I, it's like detective work is necessary at this point. Similar to when I saw that Brene Brown had pulled her podcast off of Spotify because Spotify didn't pull Joe Rogan's podcast off. I had a reaction to that. Now, Brene's podcast, I have listened to, and I like quite a bit. And I had a reaction of, you shouldn't pull your podcast. It meant, These are shoulds, right? They shouldn't pull Joe's, you shouldn't pull yours. From that disruption, I was like, well, what's behind that? And behind that is a belief or thought that we should have free access to all information, right? To make our own decisions. So that's a space I have to get to Outside of the reaction, it's like going before it. Like, what stimulated the reaction that I had? That's the space where the choice is made on how you want to feel. So, I don't need to decide whether either of those two people should have a podcast on Spotify or what Spotify's business practices should do. I have to go, oh, I have really strong opinions about like people being allowed to disseminate information. Hmm, that's interesting. How do I want to feel? I want to feel positive, neutral, or above. So in this case, do I need to step away from this or do I have the capacity to kind of consider whether my belief is something I want to continue to believe? Does that make sense? It's
0: perfect. And I think that the the
1: solution, if we're going
0: to feel good, I think it's really interesting that you're saying, and, and I completely agree, you know, in noticing when something doesn't feel good. And it's this whole idea that we can even have we can feel good right now. We can feel aligned right now. We can have peace right now. We can feel settled right now. That is what we can be aiming for. And we can notice when things aren't in that space. And then it's a, then it's a time for out. I think that, I think there can also be the belief right now that this is just the way it is. And we have to be like, it's almost like bounce back and forth, like just being tossed, like, oh, what's happening today? Oh, what's in the news today? Oh, who's fighting today? Oh, who's getting hurt today? And if you, that's just exhausting. Mm -hmm. So this practice of saying, no, I can individually in myself feel good, no matter what happens in 2022, that is my responsibility. And it's my prerogative, my choice then it is in those moments knowing I need to think about how I'm thinking, or for me, it's just change the action because it's just super easy, you know, turn it off and do something else. And I'm immediately, you know, feel better and then kind of process it. I need to process it outside of it right. instead of while I'm looking at it. And for me, that's just, you know, set the phone down or whatever. and know that we can, just like you did on your birthday, you can feel good right now. That is actually our job right now and it is possible and this is how you do it is you first of all know that it's a possibility and second of all, do whatever you need to do to make that possible for you. you keep saying possible. knowing like, okay, there's a thought here. And these are big these are big thoughts of yes. is all the information that we're getting correct are we being, censored. Is that okay? Do I like the way this whole, you know, capital world is works <laughs> Is working. We're not dismissing that these yeah. things are on the table right now. And these are things that we're being, that we're seeing now that we're waking up to, but you can return to a place of peace within yourself at the same time. It's holding both so that you don't have to, you know, spin off and get all you know, worked up and stressed out at these systems that we're seeing more and more every day or a bit jacked up yeah. and become hopeless, you can return into yourself. And that's the solution. And then it can also, you can go one step further and be enjoying yourself right now. That's to me, a huge empowerment that we're being invited to that responsibility. We can't just let anybody be responsible for us anymore, that we're just going to get our information here or there and trust all of these things outside of of us. It's being asked to find that within us.
1: And I honestly think it even more like pragmatically boils down to do I wanna be taking action from disruptive states or do I wanna be taking action from neutral or positive states? Because let's say I was like super, like take Joe Rogan off the air, like stuff cotton in everyone's ears. Like let's say that that was my opinion and I had then considered it. I wanna take action from the place, not of the anger that he's doing something wrong, but from a place of like re-examining my values and being like, no, I feel very settled into the fact that X, Y, and Z are important to me. So from X, Y, and Z's importance, what's my first next right step to kind of like perpetuate this? And actually for me, oftentimes when I'm at that place, it's like, well, it sounds like there's a lesson that I wanna make sure my family is executing on like a value based way of living. And it could start with like, Hey guys, when you listen to something, how critically are you thinking about it? Like that could, it could, for me, the action may not be removing Joe Rogan from his podcasting or like platform. It could be teaching my kids how to interpret information that they hear. Cause they're going to get all sorts of different opinions, all sorts of different places. And if my value is about the way people use information, that's where I start right? Because that's my personal intuitive understanding where someone else's could be. I start by tearing down Spotify. Okay. As long as you're actually taking action from a neutral or positive state, we're probably all moving in the same direction. But if we're being disrupted and not neutralizing the disruption and understanding it and coming to a place of neutrality or above before we take a physical action, we're actually out of alignment with this unconditional way of living in our power because you're disempowered from disruptive emotions
0: and creating more of the same problem.
1: Yeah. If you're just reacting
0: because it's not, yeah, to your point, we're not always just, Oh, just go home and don't take any action. Like there are going to be plenty of people that are called to take specific certain actions right now. And what is your action? coming out of? What is your, hopefully respond instead of just react. And that's the place that you want to be. And that's how you do it is you take this time to pause, say, okay, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? How is that affecting me? Is it empowering? Am I trying to be responsible for anybody else or make them responsible for me, what do I need right now? What is the truth? How do I want to feel, right? That's the process that you talked about just doing automatically. That's how we can get to a place where we're feeling good, no matter what's happening around us, feeling settled, no matter what's happening around us or taking wise action to the circumstances that are happening around us. If that's something that we're called to
1: I and I
0: would say, so, go ahead. well, I was going to say, I think that's so powerful the conversation that you're having with your kids, because regardless of what happens in this circumstance, all of us are waking up to the fact that we are getting tons of information every minute of every day from people that we respect. On both sides saying the exact opposite things from people that we don't respect that maybe lots of people are listening to and taking as fact right this is a this is a hard space for the human brain that likes you know one thing to hold on to and likes comfort and likes certainty we have to build this resilient resilience muscle to take it in question it test it to our own beliefs and self test our beliefs and come to wise conclusions. That's the most powerful thing that you can be doing right now. And having that conversation with your family is fantastic.
1: And the only thing that's actually really happening right now is your next action, right? Because the reason someone would want to take somebody off of Spotify or take their own stuff is because they're worried. There's a fear about some other thing, right? In my opinion, and I'm like, okay, so then if this is an action based in fear, potentially, I mean, Brene could have absolutely—that could be her absolute right action. So I don't get to say you you shouldn't remove your podcast, right? If that's the next right action, great. The universe is flowing. It's a pickle in a cup, man. This is all how it's supposed to be right now. Like you're just supposed to be delivering pickles and cups, no matter how utterly ridiculous that is. But what I've noticed is. You know, there's a lot of people that are incredibly burnt out from the last two years. And I think they're not so much, I mean, yes, there's been a lot of like tragedies surrounding the actual COVID, but the burnout is actually from these values-based arguments that are feeling very disruptive, where people are continuing to make decisions and act and feel out of disrupted emotional places, instead of coming back into themselves and being like, first, I need to resolve what's happening in me. There's a stress and attention in me right now that I need to pay attention to. Um, Because if we continue to act from these low emotional states, we're literally like spewing our energy all over the place and just becoming incredibly burned out from it.
0: Yeah. The idea that we're just being tossed, okay, what's going to happen today? What's going to happen? And that's in a reactive space, which is totally stressful to your nervous system. So it is the invitation right now, if all of this is just wearing on you and you've, you know, I think all of us have done enough research to see what's happening on both sides and see, we right. read those comments that are vicious on both sides. And if, if that is exhausting, if we need that for certainty, it's completely exhausting. And if, and
1: if you're burned out, you haven't done anything wrong, but you do have a set of data happening in your body that something needs to shift now. It's an invitation yes, to change now. Not that you did anything wrong over the last two days, six months, <laughs> two years. It's literally no like, ways. oh, I'm burned out. Next right choice would be, and then to move forward from there. Because we, I mean- do I do dumb stuff all the time? Do I ever act from disruptive emotions? Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) Like it happens. I try to be as unconditionally aligned in the neutral or positive as I can, but I'm a human. And then I use those as learning opportunities. Oh, interesting. You, you acted from a disruptive emotion. Well, How did that go for you? Hmm. Well, what could be different? Like that's me, but I never make myself wrong for having done it because it's already happened. So forgive, forgive your past self, like neutralize your current self into the, you know, a neutral emotion and then make good decisions for your future self is kind of the operating structure I like to play from. But if you're feeling disrupted or burned out or over all of this, you are, that's real. And now it's time to come back into your own power with your own ability to align your emotions in the way that you'd like them to be. Yeah. And
0: take a nap. And take a nap, yeah, because it it's exhausting just emotionally and energetically. If if we haven't been using this, it's like using it, to me. It's a, a weight, right, that you're carrying, yeah. and and what we're trying to say these practices of check in is it true? Is it helping me? What would I like to think? You know, honoring the past and saying, okay, this is where I want to go in the future. Right. That's a muscle. Like we're lifting weights, building the muscle. And this situation has been heavy. So if you haven't been building those muscles, it literally, you get worn out physically. I have a visual of
1: someone like, you know, when you're bench pressing and you have somebody like spotting you, so you don't like get the weight on your throat. I have people, I have a visual of like people with the weight, like cutting off their air on their throat because It's been a lot, a lot. It it has.
0: And it's just, even if it's little over time, these little things, you know, this we'll probably all forget about this Joe Rogan thing in two weeks, you know, it'll be over, but it's these little things that have constantly been coming up. It's time to build that muscle. Rest, if you need to rest. And then this is the most important thing that you can be doing right now.
1: Becoming conscious. It's literally what it is, in my opinion. It's like become conscious to what's actually happening in the present moment. (laughs) And conscious means with knowledge and
0: and taking responsibility that no matter what the circumstances around us, we can feel good. We can have peace and we have the ability to do the activities that bring it into our life right now. And that's just what I felt like, you know, I'd like to give people this right now or just, you know, have this conversation right now because collectively, yeah, it's all nuts.
1: (laughs) So, you know, to just drop into it right now, practically speaking is to pause and notice how you're feeling there, like validate the feeling that you're having. Yep. I really feel that way. And then make a conscious choice of how you'd like to feel and then find a way to get there, whether that's through an action, through rest, like an inaction that is an actual action as well, or something else. Maybe you need help with this. Maybe you need Serena's help. Maybe you need my help. Maybe you need someone else's help, but the invitation is here. And I don't know anything more clearly than I know that this year is definitely a year of practicing this conscious awareness. And it's interesting because I just had this thought that you know, through tech, technological advances, we become very consciously aware of what's happening at a macro level throughout the world, right? Here's what's happening in this country, in this country, in this political system. And we have sacrificed to get that. We've sacrificed the micro level of what's happening within us in this moment. And I think the call to action is to come back into ourselves and become aware of how everything that we're doing in our life is impacting us on a physiological and emotional level and become responsible for that in the way that we're not a victim to it. grown ups, we're not a victim to it. We actually have our power over it. So it's if the macro is lighting you up in a negative way, the micro is the solution to that. And the easiest way to do that is actually to pause and then make a conscious choice of how you'd like to feel instead
0: yeah. And when I ask my intuition about things and when I listen to other, you know, spiritual teachers, it's because this is supposed to happen right now. All of this yep. being exposed and kind of leaving us raw and leaving us tired. It's because we need to return. We need to return inside. I love how you said that it's at the sacrifice, right? Any Anytime you're relying on something without Outside of you for your peace or comfort or joy or happiness, then that is what has control. And this is an invitation globally for us to return within to empowerment and peace and being really in control of our lives. Even though it doesn't seem like that, right? Because all of these things seem out of control, we have a lot of control over how we feel and what we attract. I love that you shared, you know, that energy that you decided I'm going to be happy and this pickle in a cup thing is ridiculous and then people responding to that. You know, that shifted and changed that little dynamic within those four walls of that school on that day, right? We have that ability and when we do that on a mass level of us, you know, individual humans, That's the shift that we're all really wanting. And that's how it happens within us, each doing these actions that it's so funny because if you've listened to this podcast, we repeat ourselves all the time. Right
1: there's really, this is the basis of the word. Like there's no way
0: around it. It's like the word, the word spiritual means breathe, you know, and there's so many people talking about breathing. And I know for me, for many years, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Meditate, breathe, whatever. Can I have the to-do list? You know, can I please have, and I think that's why I've made like a worksheet and everything is like listed out because I like that, but it's this principle of notice, check in, notice when you're out of alignment, notice when you're not feeling good, notice when you feel like crap and then notice what you're thinking, what you're feeling and what needs to happen in that moment for you to feel better, tell a different story, choose a different thought, you know, whatever it is, we will just have to repeat it until everybody's actually doing it. I suppose, Christy,
1: I'm going to stop and I'm we'll- not you can't <laughs> close these lips. They're going to say <laughs> random things and tell you to stop and pause for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. So
0: do that, do that today. If, if you've noticed anything, I mean, maybe you don't even know what we're talking about with Joe Rogan. Don't, you don't need to go Google it. There's enough stuff. You won't have to Google Like, Don't worry about it. But if there's anything conversations with your loved ones or your birthday birthday (laughs) or whatever it is, there's plenty. You don't need to go add more, but do these steps. Check in when you feel bad. If you've been feeling bad for a long time, check in. See what you're needing right now. Ask, the answers are within you, and make a goal in 2022 for that feeling of peace, for that feeling of being settled, for that feeling of neutrality. It is possible, and it doesn't matter what's happening outside of us for us to be able to have that feeling.
1: I agree. Thank you, Serena, for having this conversation with me. Thank you for letting me tell people about the pickle in a cup. I'm just, I kid you not. If I could like make a picture of me that would become a bumper sticker, it'd be me like holding a pickle little cup out to people because it's ridiculous and it makes me smile so big. Um so I love it. find your joy, guys, in the random things today and gals. I always say guys, that's such a habit from growing up, I think in the like 80s and 90s, right? Um Find your joy today in unexpected places where you can become unconditionally aligned no matter the circumstances you're in. And we wish that for you. Thank you for listening. And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends, leave us a review, subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information
0: about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes, and we'll see you next time.